Well, that, uh, that little microphone, new microphone experiment didn't go too well <laughs> on the on the road. I apologize for that. Um, apparently, the, uh, uh, the mic that I had on my shirt, it is a good mic, but it doesn't handle on the road well. Uh, I think I'll stick to uh, another means of recording uh, while on the road. This is back in the studio. I'm doing a review um, of uh, Deadpool 2. Um, look at this. This is like the second review. I'm just getting it out there. And uh, just about on time. What am I coming to here? Um, yeah, I was really looking forward to this movie. And, uh, you know, I feel pretty spoiled after Avengers Infinity War. And now this. Um it's uh boy i uh you know the hype machine was good but not as good i think is marketing is the first deadpool i think uh definitely the billboards um of uh advertising it as a love story and uh, the first one and everything was was funny and the deadpool uh the skull and the, the poop and the ool and uh, and the commercials that they did for Deadpool was really good. Although we did get some cool um, uh, Deadpool doing the Bob Ross painting. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. And um, we also did get the uh, poster of a Thanksgiving turkey with Cable in the background serving the turkey and, and, and Deadpool and all the rest of the cast at the table. So it still is was it a successful marketing gimmick? I think that that's part of the fun thing. Fun things about uh, Deadpool, both of the movies, is that the marketing's so damn fun, and uh, they really put creative efforts into uh, getting it out there in a funny way. Um, there is a lot of pressure this time. I felt on this movie because. The first one nailed it so so good. The spirit spirit of the character, the humor, the look, um, uh, Blind Al, um, the bar where he goes, and um, it's just there's a lot they got right. Um, I still would like to see some more characters. Like I think it was uh, T Ray. Um, who's like this big, huge uh, bouncer kind of guy that comes into the bar and always challenges Wade. Um, but, uh, I, you know, gosh, I, I kind of miss reading the comics now that I talk about this, which is a good thing. Um, jo Josh Brolin, uh, there's going to be major spoilers in this uh, review, so you've been warned. Uh, Josh Brolin's excellent as Cable. It, it's kind of a character that's hard to screw up. I think if you did, if you took a, a risk with the character and, and tried to do your own thing, I think that would be the only, uh, that would be a misstep. I think with Cable, you have to kind of give people what, what they, what they've read and what they've expected from the comic, which is a gruff, kind of, uh, tough, uh, military-esque kind of guy with not much of a sense of humor, really. Serious. Um, a sense of weight, heaviness to him. 
Um, I, I think he did it, definitely. Um, so, kudos. Kudos to bringing him, you know, bringing him, uh, giving him, uh, uh, I don't know, also a sense of a, oh, what else? He, he gave it kind of a, the character kind of a, a very present awakeness to him, which was I thought was good. I didn't feel like uh, he was laying on the lines too heavily. I thought it was all very well done with his character, and uh, I'm looking forward to more Cable. Um, I've, you know, I've always been on the on the ropes about Cable. I've I've, I've never had anything bad against a character. You know, I know the character's big, kind of, kind of a cliche. I like the time. I, w I like the time travel stuff. I think I, 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 I ended up appreciating Cable later on in some of the storylines um, uh, with, with Strife. And, uh, and uh, definitely anything going on with those two, which is pretty much his arch, arch nemesis. It would have been cool if they had Strife in this somehow or in, as, an, as an Easter egg. Um, and again, now I want to go back and reread that whole comic art, our comic art with him in Strife. Um, yeah, Cable again, a lot like Deadpool, is a character that kind of got better with different writers. And uh, again, he he just kind of started out a visual gimmick and a, a cliche, but then he he was developed over time a bit more and. Uh, you know he is uh, the man with the with the guns, the Rob Liefeld guns, and uh, you know they use the gun, you know, uh, to full advantage. And the the dial up to eleven was was cool. And uh, um, I've seen other guns though in other movie Marvel movies that look more like a a Rob, a Rob Liefeld cable gun. Maybe I'm thinking from. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, they might have had some cable-like guns, which are, they're kind of like a skinny, long and skinny vertical gun and flat on the sides. But they added a little bit more to his gun, but some roundness to it. Um, he had some pouches, but they didn't overdo it with the amount of pouches he had on, which I thought was... That could have been kind of funny if they if they added a lot more pouches, but again, there here's a real opportunity to to give him a lot of gadgets, kind of like like Batman. What's in those pouches that he can use weapon wise? Um, all right, well enough about that. Let's move on to the actual premise of the movie. Um, you know, uh, Deadpool, he's back and he's trying to he you know he uh, he's trying to live a life with Vanessa. And uh, his girlfriend, and she accidentally gets... Well, let's rewind before we go over that. Let's just go over the beginning. The beginning, I thought, was one of the strongest parts in the movie. Because um, he talks about uh, Logan, and uh, he knows that Logan's dead now. And uh, <laughs> there's an action figure of Logan with the uh, tree uh, stump through his stomach. And... Uh, and he's, he's kind of commenting on, like, man, th they really had to kill him like that, huh? And he's, <laughs> he's like, what am I going to do? And he's all bummed out about it. And he, he's, uh, 
lying down on a, um, a few uh, barrels of uh, gasoline or something that's going to gonna ex- kill himself. Uh, and it all works out later on in the movie why he's blowing himself up. But it's got a good, fun intro. Um, and it, they fig- it was probably a good idea to comment on that since at the beginning of, I think it was the beginning of the first one or the end, he was talking about, you know, going to see Logan the movie or talking about it. And, um, yeah, this is, um, this, this was a funny one. It, I don't think this was as tight as the first movie. And I think a lot of it has to do with the number of characters that are in it. Um, there's a lot of characters from the first one that are still in this one. You still got Colossus, which, Colossus is stupendous. I, I hope they use his Colossus in another X-Men movie because it's perfect. Um, the, his, his voice accent and his look and everything. Um, there's also a funny scene where Deadpool's in the mansion and uh, he's like, why is it always, you know, why is there no X-Men in here? I don't understand this. Fox couldn't have had a budget for this move, you know, for this, for, you know, to have more X-Men in here. And he's complaining, and in the background you see the door open up, and you see uh, Beast and Cyclops and a few other X-Men in there. And and they quickly close the door before Deadpool turns around. I thought that was so great, so funny. Um, So, yeah, Vanessa... She dies, she gets killed by a goon, and uh, Deadpool has to kind of like, uh, you know, he wants to die now. So, hence, you know, him sitting on the barrels, blowing himself up. And um, so a lot of it is is him, whenever he gets hurt majorly, he kind of goes back to this little uh, apartment where they were. And uh, he's talking to her, like, I just want to be with you. And she's like, it's not time yet. Your heart's not in the right place. And, um, you know, it's uh, he teams up with uh, Domino. And Domino, uh, the actress that plays Domino is good enough. You know, I, I don't like the hair look, the big hair. I kind of wish Domino had the straighter hair. I didn't mind the personality change so much because she's a little bit more serious in the comic, I think. Um, Shatterstar is in this. And he looks pretty much how he does from the comic. and uh, But he doesn't last too long. Which <laughs> is a really funny scene. I love that Deadpool hires a human guy, just a regular human that responds to the ad. I thought that was great and it works. Um... A lot of the other uh, uh, other guys from, from the comic that he hires, and they, they don't make it. <laughs> I won't spoil too much of that. It's a funny parachuting scene. Um, but, uh, yeah, most of the jokes work pretty well. There's a few that don't, just, just like the first one. But, um, again, this felt, a l- well, it was fun if, if anything in this movie, there is kind of like a, a the the second act, and it's tough to get past the second act without slowing a movie down. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two had made the same mistake, but it was worse. 
They, it's a it's a jail scene, or one of the team members is captured and they're in jail. And when you do that, you can slow the momentum of a movie down so much when you put them in a jail scene. And it's like, oh boy, now we're going to have a jailbreak movie. And it's like, ah. So it's like just that alone slowed it down a little bit. Um, and uh, probably could have used some editing there. And it, it got a little... Got a little sad because Deadpool uh, lost his powers because he has a collar on that took away his superpowers. And so he's kind of down in dumps. He wants to die. So it, that slowed it down. But there's a, what saved it was a fight with uh, Cable. And Cable, is it's interesting. Most of the time, Cable is the villain in this movie for a good chunk of it, which I thought was cool. I thought that was really neat. Um, he uses his telekinesis just briefly. He, they don't explain it. He doesn't talk about it. He just uses it to get his, his weapon back. I wish he'd used the telekinesis more in the movie because that was really cool because it gives him more than just the, the gun cyborg. It gives him that mutant power. So there's a lot to explore in further movies with him, which will be interesting. And... Um, uh, yeah, the the lead villain ends up being this kid who he's kind of like he he turn he turns out to be a possible Hitler in the future, and uh, but Deadpool feels responsible, like he should definitely uh, uh, be able to turn him around and keep him from 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 killing uh, people like uh, Cable's family and all that. And the kid that plays him, good enough, good enough. I mean, I wasn't too blown away by his acting, but it worked. Um, action scenes are awesome. Um, there's some arm breakage going on with Cable. Um, yeah, there's some there's some good scenes. Uh, Juggernaut is in this movie. Uh, big spoilers. Juggernaut in a more accurate version of of, of juggernaut um if like <laughs> excuse me like from the comics is in this i kind of wish they he still has the gray metal uh headpiece i just kind of wish it was red or a red orange like in the in the comic <laughs> excuse me but he's in it he sounds more like juggernaut and uh, he's got a lot of good fighting scenes with Colossus in it. Although it's very CG'd. I kind of wish the effects were a little bit better there. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I was digging the movie. Um, there's a, a lot going on with the time travel. Um, uh, kind of watch that Cable has. And... Uh, <laughs> There's a bit of a Terminator vibe uh, with his character, which... Oh, gosh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, spring is here. Uh, so, yeah, I think one of the... Uh, favorite, some of my favorite parts is towards the end. 
where he uh, he uh, goes back and retcons um, X-Men Origins, uh, the scene where Wolverine is uh, phasing Deadpool. Yeah. yeah, allergies. Yeah, allergies and podcasting don't go together. <laughs> um, uh, pollen's returning. Uh, yeah, so... Um, he ends up uh, killing his uh, version... Deadpool kills a version from uh, the X-Men Origins while Wolverine watches and kind of smiles. I thought that was great. He also kills uh, Ryan Reynolds as he's about to uh, read uh, Green Lantern, the script Green Lantern and agree to it. So there's some really fun stuff towards the end. That book ends this fun scene in the beginning. Oh, oh, uh, did I not mention... Uh, the James Bond opener, <laughs> which is kind of weird because it's like almost halfway into the movie. There's a James Bond opening title sequence with, um, uh, what's her name that's uh, that saying from Titanic, the theme from Titanic. Uh, I can't think of her name now. Dang it. Uh, but the name of the song is called Ashes, I believe. You could, you could YouTube it. Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Fellow Canadian. Uh, Celine Dion. And uh, it's, a, it's a fun little opening scene and very creative. And, and uh, you can watch the music video on, on YouTube. And Deadpool uh, dances in it. And... Uh, and riffs a little bit at the end. So funny. Um, gosh, I, I mean, I can't go into this movie without spoiling. I, I feel like just talking about, even if you've already seen it, spoiling it again. I'll go see it again. It's a fun one. Um, not quite as tight as the first. You know, again, I think it has to do with the number of characters. This one felt a little bit longer. You have the jail scene. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought the first one was a little bit funnier. But the, the second one has a lot more cool character moments and action. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was great seeing Blind Al again. She was, she was great. There's that great scene with Deadpool growing his legs back. You know, that was hilarious. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give this movie... Um, I'm going to give it... Let's see. Uh, yeah, really, I'll give it about 9 out of 10 Katana Blades. Um, I could see people giving it an 8.5. I think... The reason I won't give it a 10 is probably because of uh, the look of Domino. And the, it's very, it's not really, uh, and, and the jail scene is a little bit, little too long. Um, <clears throat> but mostly the movie delivers more than it does, and, and uh, for sure. It's got repeated viewings. Um, 
it's got fun music, fun 80s music, and it's got aha. <laughs> and uh, it's got this damn song I can't get out of my head. Well, it's got Turn Back Time in it by Cher. And then there's another one. Um, now it's gone. <laughs> but I couldn't get it out of my head the last couple days. Um, yeah, but anyway... So I'm a little biased. I'll give a nine out of ten. I I think eight eight and a half out of ten is fair as well. But I, I'll be a little. You know, I, I like how the movie was put together, and uh, yeah, um, I think I might have given the original nine out of ten, or ten out of ten. But I'd say if I gave the original nine out of ten and this t nine out of ten, I'd give this an eight and a half out of ten because I think the original, the first one is, is a bit a bit better. As far as comically, and um, pacing and everything, but I like this one because you have cable, you have um, Colossus, and you have Juggernaut, and you have the uh, all the in jokes you have. Uh, reference to Wolverine in the beginning and at the end. There's just a lot going on joke-wise, in-joke-wise, and story-wise, and character-wise. It's a lot more ambitious. So, there you go. All right, it's two. It's 3.30 in the morning. I'm going to sign out. There you go. Loved it. So fun to have this after Infinity War. It's needed. I recommend watching this after Infinity War for the Avengers references and just it's a little bit more cheery than in the, <laughs> the first part of Infinity War you know it's 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 yeah it's it's good like that so uh we're being spoiled with Infinity War and Deadpool 2 all right long days pleasant nights hope you enjoyed the review <laughs>